0: we <laughs> Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Pop Music for Smart People. I am the popcorn princess herself, Ryan Courtney, and I am joined today by the immensely talented Nova, who resides in Berlin. Hello, Nova.
1: Hi, Ryan. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you. Um, I recently featured Nova on my last episode of the show, which was uh, Full Body gooseies, because I featured five artists that are making music that give me goosebumps from head to toe. Um. Yeah, it was a super special episode for me because I've been waiting to do it for a long time, and I was so happy to have discovered you and, and be able to share your music with people. I love your music.
1: Thank you very much. I already said that, but I love the episode and I listened to um all the five tracks and they're amazing. So you like
0: the other artists? Yeah,
1: yeah, I like them very much. Yeah, all
0: good, right? I know. I love. uh, It was so funny too because this one was um it was a little weird because I did so I did three songs by you and then two by another. Um, the other. Three well, two of them only have one song out each, and the one guy, Joey Gerlach, I can't even really like, I don't even know if he's making music anymore, but I'm like, you need to be because <laughs> like he made that one amazing song, and I'm like, keep going.
1: <laughs> but I also think it's really n- nice and kind of clever. And I don't know, it's a move to just put one song out and it's amazing, but then just be quiet for a while. Oh, just,
0: absolutely, like, yeah, no, because I'll be like, this every, song is. Like,
1: yeah, the song is speaking for itself, so it's
0: just... <laughs> oh, for sure, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, and I do, Um, like, I do bios on all the artists I feature. I, like, to just tell, like, you know, a little blurb, and I, like, it was, like, he's keeping himself um, off the grid. <laughs> like, I could not find much about him at all, so, yeah, he, I, I, like, that is kind of special that he just, like, put it out there and it's like, let it speak for itself, so. But we are here today to talk about your music, because I dig it. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like you're making really special music, and um, and you are new find for me. Like you're a newer discovery. But so tell me about um, just a little bit about your like background and like what got you into music. I I know that um, I was actually really interested to ask you about Ableton because I read something that you like learned how to make music through Ableton.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I started playing the flute when I was like eight. Um, so I kind of come from a cl- classical, um, flute training background. And then I played the piano when I was 10 or 11. And then I, I had singing lessons and I started writing songs when I was like 11 or something. And then I picked up the guitar and, um, I think I discovered Ableton when I was around 15. So, um, not late. I, I mean, it's not late, but I, Picked up other instruments before, so I kind of come from like songwriting, like a very kind of class, the classical songwriting thing. And then I discovered Ableton; it was just like um, a huge space that was, yeah, unlimited, and there was like everything was possible, and I loved it.
0: I just found out about Ableton. My next door neighbor, literally, um, we were—he's a like an old school DJ in Chicago, and uh, we were talking the other day, and he was telling me about Ableton, and uh, I had like never even heard of it, which. I was like baffled because I feel like I you know follow the musical like channels and stuff but yeah I um I heard that it just makes like it's a lot of what big producers are using but it just makes things like very simple.
1: Yes, it's um it's it's I mean I have uh, there there are a lot of um um digital audio workstation so there are a lot of programs that you can use and for example logic is very known and um, then there's the pro tools which is also very known cubase and um, ableton is definitely one of the big ones as well what i also always hear about ableton is that ableton looks like a spaceship and that it's super co- complicated it looks very complicated and i mean i guess in the beginning it can be but um it's it's really cool once you find your way around. Then it's kind of like you make it your own. And that's what I love about Ableton. It's really simple. And um, he, you can also adjust your color scheme, which I like a lot. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, same. I love a color story. I'm, like, obsessed with a good color story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. But next to that, it's really cool, technically, as well. But Do
0: you think yeah. that, like, going in with, like, like the knowledge or already being like playing instruments like do you think that helps you to be able to navigate it or is it it's like own beast Uh,
1: no definitely helps I mean um, I think in general it helps if you are interested in technical stuff a tiny bit um, and also in the musical and the creative part of it and it was really I think it's really it was really important for me to be able to play the piano like kind of I don't have to be like a i um, an incredible piano player. I am not, not at all, but I can, I can know my way around with chords and, and um, also playing the guitar really helps, really helps. And yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think it's really good to know, to have a little bit of musical knowledge, but it's not, a, you don't have to, you yeah, don't no have to at all.
0: Yeah. So what do you think? What, uh, did you grow up in um, Berlin or did you grow up elsewhere? Like,
1: yeah no i didn't grow up in berlin i it's really it's it's not cool like i i grew up in southern germany in like a very small town (laughs) it's close to frankfurt maybe you know frankfurt yeah yeah, yeah. it's like in that area and um it was a very um a very night yeah i would say like kind of a little bit not traditional like it's not bavaria It's not Bavaria, but it's um, kind of a little bit uptight and like, um, you know what I mean? I can uh, completely
0: relate. I grew up in the South. I'm a a little gay boy that grew up um, in the conservative South in the Bible. Oh, shit. So, uh, yeah, I can very much so relate to your story. I grew up in the middle of nowhere and uh, I hated it. (laughs) I did not love it.
1: I, I can imagine. When did you move out to Chicago?
0: So, actually, so I lived, so I lived, grew up in um, Dixon, Tennessee, which is a little tiny town outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and so. But Nashville's um, the, pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. So Nashville's Nashville's better. The state of the state of Tennessee in general is just like really the South in America is just like as a whole is not great. They're just policies and just like like their politics are just not very um conducive to a lot of people's lifestyles. But um so I as a child I grew up there and then yeah, the second I was able to, I moved into Nashville. So I lived in Nashville um pretty much my whole life until I moved here with my husband. Uh, we moved here four and a half years ago from Nashville to Chicago. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I love Chicago. I'm, I'm a city boy through and through. So do you like, do you enjoy Berlin?
1: I like it very much. Yes. I think the beginning was harsh, um, because I don't know if it's always like this in big cities, but in Berlin, it's very much that people are very open and they're very friendly and loving, but then they leave very soon again, or they just don't stay in touch so it's um so it's really hard to find truly meaningful connections i mean it in general is (laughs) but um but it is really hard in a big city when yeah in the beginning i didn't know too many uh too many folks so um uh, it was it was a little bit difficult but then a couple of my friends moved moved here as well so it was really nice and now i do know also other people and um i kind of get to know the community better which is amazing so Berlin has a great community um when it comes to I know I've heard the music scene I
0: just like I like I've had so many people tell me that it just would be like my kind of city um and just in terms of like culture and vibe and music and all that stuff so I like yeah it's like it's it's number one on my bucket list I want to come so bad
1: yeah you have to it's um the vibe is amazing it's really I mean the history also speaks for itself in Berlin, like all the artists that were here and made stuff and Bowie. I mean, yeah.
0: All the people. Well, just, Uh, and I've heard just too about just like really just about like a freedom, almost like, like there's like a a sexual freedom and just like, it's just like, people are just kind of like creative and like create there and, and just do like what they want, not, you know, conducive to like what others, you know, think they should.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's one, um, uh, I just had to think of it because you, you you said like freedom also sexually, like or just like expressing yourself and um when it comes to sexuality and everything. Um, there's one club in Berlin, like in general, the clubs here are really interesting because there's also a lot of history and like clubbing and like also techno with it when it comes to music and like um, and there's one club it's called Kit Kat and it's like um known for being very open and like um like a safe space and really nice. So if you come here. And that would be, like, my advice for you to Oh, my to God, together.
0: absolutely. Well, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> if you like that, I don't know. Uh, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> See, that's the thing is I'm uh, – I feel like in – like, you know, i moved to Chicago to, you know, kind of get away from the conservative mindset of the South and, you know, just being stuck in the past and stuff like that. But even here in Chicago, there's just a thing in America that – um that they just don't have compared to Europe. You know, I've been to I've been to um, Spain, I've been to Greece, and like some other places in Europe. And there's just this like, I don't know, this kind of just like like they you know, sexuality and things like that aren't so taboo. Because even here in Chicago, um, even within like communities, like LGBT communities, and stuff like that, there's still like stigmas you know put on on certain things. Really? And so, yeah, just it's, it's like judgments, you know, based on sex and things like that. Which I just I I think all that is childish
1: <laughs> yeah and it's also um restricting i exactly, think that is yeah. the thing that bugs me the most it's a restriction and it robs a lot of put- like it's it's covering up a lot of potential like just you know
0: absolutely yeah yeah because i mean that you know as much as people want to say that it's you know taboo or whatever it is it's like that is a large part of who you are and 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 you know how you respond to life and how you respond to the arts and all that kind of stuff so yeah bottling that up is yeah it's not healthy. So Kit Kat, for sure, when I come. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I did want to talk about Drones because it is honestly like, like one of the, my favorite songs I've found in a very long time. I love it so much. It is... Thank you. Yeah, I don't... It's just like there's like this... I don't even know how to describe it. There's like a calmness to it, but like the beat is like... It's like intense without being like intense at all. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's a very, very like clever song. It's put together very, very well. So, just how did that song come about and, and like, what is it to you? Like, how, like, how did you write it? What is it about?
1: So, um, the song Drones, it's, um, I think, yeah, when talking about the song, I also have to talk about the whole album because it's a concept album. And so, I, when I started making this album, I wanted to, write a whole album about the future Um, my idea was to combine futuristic topics um, that are not very much discussed in the media and or like in the public sphere yet um, to combine that with pop music which is something that is very much present in the in the the public sphere Um, because I think that very a lot of these topics, a lot of these futuristic topics, or like also technologies, are very important for our future. Um, not because they're futuristic, but also because they are, um, they will Im- have an impact on the way that we live because they have moral meaning as well us like also when it comes to artificial intelligence when it comes to like anything anything that is like a futuristic technology idea thingy so i wanted to combine that and then um i started collecting topics and then i came across drones and everything that comes with it and then also what can drones do like what impact could they have on our lives and then i um kind of discovered that drones uh, there are various things that drones can do drones can be really useful as well but um, one thing that drones could also do is like um, have cameras and then um, be able to um, uh, I mean they could help us with security stuff but that also means they interfere with our personal um, uh, space you know with our private space Um, and that's what inspired drones so um, I had the idea of writing a a love song to a drone, um, I love that. and yeah, it's uh, weird, but I like weird. <laughs> oh no, yeah, so, no, uh, too, Same. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I um, had this idea of having a relationship that is toxic because you are being watched all the time, and it's kind of obsessive, and it's, it's a very intimate and close relationship, but it's not healthy. It's not healthy and I try and I liked combining that that was also my idea with all of these futuristic topics to make these very unemotional or seemingly unemotional cold topics warm and personal and human and that's what I tried with drones
0: I mean really I don't think you know we're that far off from that maybe even being reality you know with AI like learning us so well that we like I mean there's I, I actually just found out about this there's a new app. Um, where you literally get on it and you make an AI friend. And so it's like a social media app, but you're not communicating with another human at all. You're communicating with an AI and it learns you so well that you're supposed to like, it's like literally, it says meet your next digital friend is like the tagline for this app. But it's literally like you're supposed to just like, you know, for people that, you know, maybe have trouble like going out and meeting people, it's supposed to give them like a connection to this thing. Even though it's not a real person, it's supposed to like learn them so well that they can like have conversations with it. I know, isn't that crazy? I was like,
1: That's crazy. It reminds me a little bit of, of the movie Her.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I thought when I saw it.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I mean but is I mean that that can be useful, definitely. I, so. I mean
0: I think I think I think all technology, you know, I think um everything that humans have created and stuff like that is it can you know can be used in such amazing ways unfortunately it can also on the very opposite spectrum be used in very um horrible ways you know in very like not good right ways so i feel like i feel like there will be a lot of you know usefulness to things like that but i also feel like of, of just like with anything else there's going to be people that manipulate those things to you know make them definitely do not the best things but we'll see come on here definitely
1: <laughs> yeah I mean
0: we don't have a great track record so far but I'm hoping
1: <laughs> yeah I think I'm I, I actually think about this a lot like um how I mean how not how can I not think about it with everything going on but um, I think that the concept I think that the flaw is that the concept of power itself is kind of flawed absolutely I I've been thinking about this very often but like I think that just power itself is something that is flawed i it's just programmed to to be doomed um because if you people that are looking like truly want happiness for themselves and also for others i don't think they're going for power you know like the way that i don't know
0: no no I totally I totally agree with you. Oh my gosh, uh, I, we could, you know what? We like <laughs> I can get lost yeah. in a conversation. We'll go to the kick-out one night. Exactly. Just, like, but- because I could talk to you about this for hours like I like I've been, I've thought about this for Same. A years. Um yeah, there's it's it's funny to me that you just said power because it's I feel like the humans that have wanted the power the most have actually created the technology and the things that to me are going to you know they've they've almost created technology to become more powerful than what we could ever become and they did that in order to manipulate others but now i'm like but did did we take it too far to where these things are you know what i'm saying like there's i mean ai is is really going to blow our minds i think in the next 20 years and and it's it could be really awesome or it could be really scary (laughs) so we shall see yeah
1: and i also think um we can like when it comes to the future and like also with ai for example it always seems so far away and like so not you know not daily life but then who of us would have thought that we we're living in a pandemic uh, like there that pandemic would be coming up i know and here we are
0: i saw an interview with elon musk that like blew my mind he um on the joe rogan show which i do not care for joe rogan but um elon musk gave this interview and He's literally saying, like, within, you know, 20 years, he's like, you know, Joe Rogan's asked him, like, when do you think that will fuse with technology? And his response is, like, so interesting to me because he said he's like, I mean, he goes, well, really, like, we already have, you know, he's like, think about you and your cell phone. If you lose your cell phone, you know, now in these days, you don't, that's your wallet. It's your, you know, it's how you get your food. It's how you get your, your banking apps, all your money. It's like, you're so connected to it. Like, if we lose our phone, you freak out you're like, oh my gosh, I need my phone, you know? So we already kind of are, it's not embedded in our skin, but it's a part of, you know, who we are in our daily lives for sure. And he was like, so it's just going to be that, but like, in our bodies.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Totally. Like, that kind of blew my mind a little bit. i like, I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like an extension or like an augmentation as augmentation, like an extension. Definitely. But like, yeah, yeah. that's really interesting.
0: Um, and I talk about on the show, I talk about my Spotify algorithm all the time. Like I, cause I actually like there's that's, that's the part of technology that I actually do love. I love, I like, I think algorithms can be amazing. Like my Spotify algorithm knows me so well. It literally, it gave me you, it gives, it like, it leads music to me that it just, it has learned me so well that I literally, every Friday, I can, like, check my playlist, and it just knows exactly what I want to listen to, and I think that's so interesting, you know, just like, based on my trends and stuff like that, so, it definitely has its perks. Okay, I do want to talk to you as well about Mowgli, so I actually recognized his name when I saw him on your, um, or when I saw you on his track, and I had, um, him on a playlist previously, Uh, just, like, kind of a one-off playlist, but, uh... Yeah, it was so cool to see um, him. I had no clue that he was as well in Berlin, correct?
1: Uh, he lives in Cologne, but um, also Germany, yes.
0: Okay, excellent. So how did um, how did that collaboration come about? Like, how did y'all meet? Um, yeah, just tell me a little bit about that relationship.
1: Uh, Funnily, tomorrow we have another release coming up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's another collaboration of ours uh, in, like, years. We haven't released something together for, for a long while. Um, yeah, so we met a very, very long time ago. I think it was 2015 or something. So quite a while back. And actually it's funny because he just posted a story. Um, I don't know, an hour ago or something. And he, he wrote like that I'm his first musical love. And I can also say that like, um, I never collaborated with anyone before, before I collaborated with Mowgli. Um, so I think I just, I I was in like a, in like, um, an artist a program for artists that's, that supported artists, and then one of the um, guys working there said that I should meet up with him because they thought that we would be a good match. And then we met up and made music, and it was really nice. And we, yeah, I can tell you right now, it out...
0: was definitely a good match. It's it is a good match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. I support what y'all are doing together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it was really exciting, and I think we we are both kind of weird in our own ways but like but but not like a because not I feel like there is like a performative weird and there's just like a weird weird and we are both weird weird <laughs> I, I'm not I don't want to be weird but I am just weird <laughs> so
0: I don't think you um, choose to be I don't think you choose to be way. just kind of like yeah um, (laughs)
1: but do you know what i mean with performative i feel like some sometimes there's this trend of like oh i want to be quirky and like oh absolutely yeah i I didn't choose this yeah no (laughs) you teach me how to choose it i just have
0: this polar bear sweatshirt like already this is just like this isn't for a costume it's just like what i own (laughs) (laughs) no
1: no, seriously yeah exactly well so we kind of met and that was really nice to see that um yeah, it was really nice to see that we come together with, like, our odd, oddity and, like, our weirdness and just um, made music, and it uh, felt really nice. And then we also toured a little, uh, toured, but we played a couple of concerts together, which was also nice. Yeah, so and he, that's how we he's
0: met. A, he's a DJ producer? Like, he... he
1: yeah, he's a producer as well, and he uh, is also singing, um, oh, okay. and he's also he's a really really good piano player actually.
0: Perfect. I need to dive into him a little bit. I need to after um, I featured you on this one. I need I told myself to dive into his his work a little bit more.
1: Yeah, he's he's really he's incredibly talented, and he has a very very kind heart. Like literally, he's um, just a sweet person. He's Amazing. Where he is.
0: Yeah, I find that like in all the artists that I've talked to on the show or, you know, music that I've featured, um, there's there's something about that, like a collaboration between two artists and, like, everybody says exactly what you say. It's like, you just kind of, like, it's like their thing connected with my thing, like their weird connected with my weird, or, like, you know, it just was kind of, like, known and it's, like, this special thing that, like, it's, it's, I love how how collaborators talk about each other in the music world. It just, it makes me happy because it's, like, that, to make music together, that has to be an intense, like, process and you really have to connect I think to that other human
1: yeah totally totally definitely
0: tell me what was the inspiration for Tonic Water did y'all write that together
1: Uh, Tonic Water working with Mowgli is always is mostly always um, because I do produce my own music and I also produce for other artists but when we work together it's mostly that he has something already like a track or something and then I just write something on top of it. And with that one, it was pretty much the same. He sent me over like a short instrumental thingy. Let me think. And then, yes, and then I just wrote on top of it. And I remember during that time I was um, at university and I felt completely off in the whole setting because I didn't really get, um, like I, I wasn't really part of my whole um, uh, like the, whole, the other students it was I was I felt like a cast out tiny bit like the weirdo <laughs> I don't know um so look
0: at you yeah now. and then I
1: and then, <laughs> I mean I'm still I still am but I have my other weirdo friends. So yeah, you're, nice. you're um, thinking
0: <laughs> out real good music so
1: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you yeah, absolutely. um uh yeah so uh, then I I remember that yeah I was kind of frustrated because I i felt like a cast out and then i remember that all the other students were partying a lot and i didn't feel so comfortable like with the way they partied i I love dancing i always loved dancing but i wasn't so much into um drinking and drugs and like all this stuff I i just didn't like it and like it felt really bad the day after if i was like wasted and everything you know and um so I wrote the song Tonic Water on top of it and yeah Mowgli had the amazing track and then oh my god um, the beat
0: to that song is just like and I actually featured the Shinaka remix but like because I, I, I feel like I love it too when you know someone another DJ could take someone's song and like they only accented, accented to make that beat like he like didn't like really change even change the beat like all that much he just really like like accented it and made it like I, I love that remix
1: yeah but I think he the way he produced it is really clever because it's so minimalistic, and I love the guitar. I I love that. Um, it's 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 actually closer than the song that our version. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I love this version. That's
0: honestly why I resonate to your music and then that music in general. Um, like drones, the beat in drones. Uh, I'm like oh, I love it so much. But when it like I love how it just stays. Like it really doesn't even kick in until like after that second or after the first like core you know the first drones and then they get that little like little like click like it just yeah it's very clever it's so good I love something like that unexpected mm, yeah I love stuff too I say I love songs that cause I love bells and whistles but I also hate it when artists or musicians or producers try to Throw everything onto a track, you know what I'm saying? Thinking that that's gonna like instead of just letting it like naturally be what it what it should or sound, you know, like because sometimes things can be soft and they can still be like, you know, a banger. They could still make you move or like. um So I I appreciate like beats like that that just you didn't like rush anything. You could have just like thrown a bunch of stuff in in the beginning and you literally just let it kind of like build to that point and then when it hits it, and it's like that much more impactful. So
1: yeah, I think um a lot of music nowadays is very like full of stuff it's very loud yeah it's very yeah, loud absolutely.
0: I'd say and, and some of it like you know there's a lot of that like, that I love it. like I think that, you know some people are doing stuff like well in that genre but sometimes I feel like people just are like what's a trending sound okay throw all of them in there you know <laughs>
1: yeah yeah and I'm I'm also not I'm also not a fan of this and I think that if a song really um, touches you emotionally and it doesn't have to be like sad or you know it can't touch you in any way emotionally um I think then the production can be super simple, you no? Know?
0: Um, I mean that's really yeah, the whole point yeah. of this episode, full body gooseys. Was like it's that music for me that it literally gives my body a physical reaction, you know, an emotional physical reaction. It's I'm not sad, I'm not like you know, I'm not really It's just like it's that feeling, it's that like um, that tingliness that you like that you can't explain, you know, like where the hair stand up. You're just like whoa, like <laughs> what, what just happened right there? <laughs> I love that
1: and one interesting thing that I heard in an interview with um, Lady Gaga actually was uh, because I always thought that connecting emotionally to a song means that the lyrics hit, like they're just really, really um, honest in any kind of way but one thing that she said, which um, I recently just found for myself I also connected to to that is that sometimes the lyrics I mean, they are also important, but they are not only important that sometimes the lyric in combination with the melodies or the phonetics, in a way can also be just impactful when it comes to emotional um yeah with connecting emotionally which is something that I never thought when I started off but now I totally get it oh
0: my god absolutely because I mean honestly with your song like you know like there's a lot of songs that I hear and like you know I love the lyrics but like I didn't fully connect the story I didn't fully know until you told me you know like the future and like I it's brilliant I love it but like I when listening to it that's not what made my thing yeah exactly it was was, was your voice with with the how you like like where you put the words with the beat and like when it kicked in it was like all those things together where it was like yeah I loved it um just the part just like yeah where you literally just like dropped the the first drones it was like I was like oh okay (laughs) It's, it's just it was yeah it's very, very good song. So, I applaud you. Thank you. What people or things or events in your life do you think most like influence your music and like your style of music? Um, how you create music? Because I feel like you definitely have a point of view.
1: So that's a good question. Um, I'd say that's a hard that's, that's a tough question
0: yeah sorry. because
1: I feel no 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 not at all it's it's a cool question it's just hard to answer because I feel like we're always also our surrounding so I always also I, this sounds cheesy but I, I just think it is the way um, I also always say the songs that I put out are not mine I write them and I'm kind of like the filter or whatever you want to call it but um, i just i just take in all the energy all the things around me and then i i'm filtering it and i turn it into music i feel like um so everything honestly everything that i that i perceive and i think that's also why i'm so intense with my music making because i i don't know if you say that in english but like in ger- in german you say um du how so if you have a thin skin if your skin is very so if you're very emotional and like you have antennas that are very,
0: you're um yeah you're woke you're connected.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. connected, but like also very v- vulnerable in a way of just I like got you.
0: Okay.
1: that you receive emotion that you receive emotions uh, you call or like an
0: empath where you like you can you feel others' energies and things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, like um in uh, hypersensitive as well, like sensitive
0: and that could be an amazing trait but it could also be like you said it could leave you very vulnerable it could leave you like you could it could be overwhelming
1: it's both it's a gift and it's a curse (laughs) but um, uh, yeah so I I'd say uh, but obviously I mean there are artists that I that I listened to in my um, childhood in my youth that I love that influenced me Uh, yeah like a big deal Um, for example Tori Amos um little earthquakes was is my bible <laughs> oh okay. my God. so um and then also my friends my family then the trauma that i went through not gonna lie here
0: <laughs> yeah. oh no absolutely that's i mean every artist yeah i feel like if you didn't say that it would be then that has to be a part of what goes into making you know the what you're creating creatively because it's just it's an integral part.
1: I feel so. I feel like also nature inspires me a lot.
0: Yeah, I just I'm I'm so intrigued by you because like I feel. I get I get curious about artists when I feel like they could have done like folk music or things like that, but just how you've pulled from so many different like inspirations with the electronic and the like you said the nature. Like I felt like I could, I feel that nature vibe in drones, even though it's a song about the future. It's like like in your music video and all that. There's like this like like earthy feel about it, you know, but there's still like this like technical aspect. And I think that's very interesting.
1: I love mixing stuff. Yeah.
0: You do it very well. So thank you. Please continue. I will. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, Joey Gerlach, if you're listening to this, you continue as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Space is great. We need uh, more. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Please.
0: I actually wanted to, uh um, Mentioned someone that I just like feel like I feel the same way about their music as I do yours, and just how they're making music to me is so clever and so it just makes me feel certain way. Do you know DJ Mind Chatter?
1: Actually, I don't. DJ Mind Chatter.
0: Yeah, Mind. His name is DJ Mind Chatter. Um, I feel like you would really enjoy his music. So, just so you know, I'm gonna um, I'm check to it out. out there, oh, but of course, both y'all's music gives me this. Like, he just came out with a an album called Imaginary Audience, and it's like Ooh. he's just like he's doing that thing he he doesn't need he doesn't like it's electronic music but it's not like I don't know it's not techno it's not like over the top he's just it's very like sultry and soulful it's just like and he does like throws these sounds in there that are very unexpected but I, th- I just felt like you might might resonate with it
1: I mean, I already love the name.
0: Yeah, and his, like, all of his, like, his, like, cover art and everything, like, everything is, like, really cool. But his, he's just, I don't know, he's just, like, using, like, sounds and he sings, so he sings on all of his own tracks. Um, So he, like, he's the DJ and he sings on everything as well. And it's just, yeah, I just think he's doing something pretty cool. I'm,
1: I'm definitely going to have a listen. Thank you for the
0: The song Blood, especially that song by him, like, that, to me, it, like, gave me the same exact feeling as what Jones gave me the first time I heard it. So yeah, I wanted to talk to you too about just like the music scene in Germany and Berlin. Yes, I just would love to hear from like someone who lives there's perspective, like and being a part of it yourself. Is it open? Is it creative? Are people supportive and and to like the the creative like means and stuff like that? Or
1: fun? It's actually funny that you're asking this, that I get this question now because for like the last. i've I've moved to berlin three years ago and for like in the beginning i was a hermit i was like by myself and i mostly made music by myself because i produce and write everything you know so um i wasn't so much part of the community but actually just a couple of months ago it started off that i kind of feel like more like being more part of this community and um in a very beautiful kind of way so the community that, that i am in which is mostly the pop music scene also the indie scene um not so much the techno no, don't or... put yourself
0: don't you put yourself in one box <laughs> don't, don't do
1: it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah but uh, it's i would say it's like um mostly in a scene of independent artists and um they are very they're very supportive very very the ones that i'm in touch with are very supportive very kind-hearted um and it's weird because you know the music scene like the music business not the scene the music business is really shitty
0: shitty (laughs) and that's why i do this podcast it's so shitty
1: yeah it is really shitty it is um weird it is confusing it is Full of sh- really harmful and shitty hierarchies and like uh, that's
0: why I, I asked this existence. question really like because in America it's it t- it's toxic to me almost um it like really it really yeah. almost like pits people competitively against each other in a way that is like not it, like inducive to like creative like being creative or like you know wanting to create so but this podcast was born out of the sense that I feel like what like the term popular music to me is like so ridiculous because. It's just you know, it's just what these people decide, you know. The masses want to listen to, and and what people have kind of over time just been like, oh yeah, like that's what we need to listen to, because that's all that's been available, like on the radio and things like that. So the, the I call this pop music for smart people because I really you know, I feel like all the stuff that I feature should be po- called popular music and should be played in the same regards as everything else, you know, ah. and not just like, regurgitated things that are. just... Oh, like- that's
1: that's amazing.
0: And, and don't get me wrong, I love. I love, you know, Duolipa. I love making this. I love some, I love what some of these really, really big artists are doing. But the fact that there's this like arm that controls who those people are and they're very like pre-selected and, and, you know, like become like this like upper echelon of like, it's, it just, it like irks me. And then so many other creators are just kind of like ignored, like ignored or like not given the dues that they should be given, you know? So yeah. So that's kind of what this, that's why I created this podcast is just to, like, say hey that's amazing there should be popular music you know what i'm saying it doesn't matter the genre it doesn't matter the style like it doesn't need to be one thing
1: that's amazing i feel that hundred percent um that's and it's really important as well so i didn't know that i actually yeah i didn't know so thank you for explaining oh yeah no, um, absolutely yeah I know that's amazing
0: sometimes yeah so i like because people are like what do you think we're dumb? And i'm like no oh, no no it's really not about that it's really just about like to me it's about like waking up from you know like understanding that there's not just the radio and there's not just this like you know these set artists like there's so much music out there being made and like it's
1: I, I feel like the smart is not smart and like smart and dumb smart is more just like like you know sneaking around the system that we have like finding the music because you're smart you know yeah like, it's for the like... people
0: it's for the people there's people that are smart enough to like really open their eyes and say oh my gosh there's so much music in the world and like exactly. you know, for me yeah. I, get, I get frustrated because I feel like my I mean my job is just seeking out music so I feel like even I'm even more so than the normal person. I like, I try to find as much music as I can. And I'm very, specific. but even me doing that, I still will not hear even close to all the music that's being created. That's like, there's so much amazing music being created that it's just impossible to hear at all, which frustrates me to no end. but, uh, but it's just like not possible. So, you know, it's more so about, waking some people up to just being like hey like you know i know you love this person i know you're like a stand for this person but like oh my gosh like listen to all these other 10 creators that are doing something that you know is that kind of style that you like that you really i think would love as well you know
1: yeah 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 nice that's amazing that's amazing um cool uh yeah so so we do have that in germany as well
0: you Same the, like, thing com- as in the US. That thing. Is it is is uh, e- like electronic music? Is that the dominating rap, rap music, really for sure,
1: hundred percent, hundred percent, and also the kind of rap that has really, like, I really question these lyrics, especially because there are a lot of kids, literally, not young people, kids, listen to this music, and the lyrics sometimes are so full of so much shitty values. it's <laughs> Yeah, it's scary.
0: I feel like there's been rap music and lyrics in you know the mainstream for so long that have been actually like not great and like really actually awful like about you know beating women and and violence against women and violence against gay people and you know homophobia and all these kind of things. But now conservatives are unfortunately turning that on you know the the black women that are like kind of like taking you know like dominating rap and they're singing about their sexuality and now they're like kind of taking that and being like you know like hey that's vulgar and it's like well it's you know it's like it's um, they're not no, they're not saying you know, anything about hate or anything like that they're just really claiming their sexualities um but yeah it is this fine line with with rap where i'm just like there like there is stuff to me that i'm just like oh, like i mean me as a gay man there's plenty of you know there's so much homophobia in the in the rap industry yeah it's 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 a it's a it's a fine line that you know in that um genre of music i think like where, like what you're what you're rapping about turns into hate speech, you know.
1: It is actually yesterday I was at like um, an award event thing, and one of the artists that won several awards wrote a song about um, the freedom of making art and what you're saying in art. And uh, he wrote a, a genius song. It's a German-speaking song, so unfortunately you you can't. <laughs> I have to translate it for you if you want to listen to it. But um, he. You put that so well into the lyrics, and um, just talked about how people hide behind their art to sometimes say sh- racist, homophobic, sexist things, and um, it's it's as you say, it's an incredibly fine line. It's. Um, yeah, it's, it's tricky.
0: Because I feel like people should be able to, you know, like, you know, like, sing their truth and, and, and you know, um, create, you know, the things that, like, if, if they, you know, if a female wants to take her sexuality back and, and you know, sing about it in a way that men have been singing about it for years and years and years, she should be able to do that, you know, without, like, condemnation. But it's where it starts. It's where it's the lyrics that, like, that could condemn other people or put down on other people i just don't i like, don't understand it it's you know to me especially with the, when a marginalized community does it to another marginalized community i just like i do not understand that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no it's um yeah it's uh yeah it's just exactly the the opposite of what probably the person doing it thinks it does because it's really harmful <laughs> yeah berlin is um a very like for being an artist, it's perfect. It's uh, you can you can experiment uh, and people don't judge you for it. You can try things. You can, yeah, you can just experiment in any kind of way artistically uh, with in yourself, like what you're interested in, your sexuality, whatever the people you want to have around. Uh, you can do all of that, and um, but of course we still have the music business and all of these things and. Um, I think it it um, depends on where you want to be um if you want to be really 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 successful um especially really really fast then you have to pay the cost for it big time (laughs) um and it's not nice and i didn't choose that thing and i will not and Obviously, it's not also, also not about wanting it because sometimes you have to stumble in it and then.
0: Oh, yeah. And some, I mean, sometimes it's just pure luck or connections that people have as well that just, you know, like that lead them in that space. And don't get me wrong. Some people, you know, very much don't so deserve it. Some people have worked very hard for it. Um, and like I said, I never try, I never want to come off like I'm, you know, like condemning artists, like huge, big artists that have made it because that they're doing what they, they, they doing what they want to do and, you know, like getting where they want to be. It's just to me, the, the arm really or the machine. That says that that's it, or says that you know, like, like they're the only ones that like, like that should be pulled up to this thing. It's just like that to me. Like, the fame, really, fame is just, I think, an ugly kind of. It's become an ugly like thing where it's just we've made it more about the, their fame than we have about the artistry or the the music, you know.
1: And I would also question like, what is success? Um, I feel like we always have like one, one, one big uh, definition of success, and I'm always like, no. Nah. Hell no! Like um, I mean, success can be fame. It can be numbers on Spotify. It can be numbers on your back bank account. But success can also be, anything success can it can be anything. Like the tiny things. I feel like um, we forget that it's just about the definition. Also, in the music industry. It can, for example, be, do I have good connections with the people that I work with? Do I feel comfortable in my surrounding? That is success to me. Success to me is finishing off one song in in, in two years. I don't know. It can be anything.
0: Are there random gay boys in Chicago getting goosebumps from my music? I mean uh, that's like there you go (laughs) they're not random guys no 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 I'm just saying like that to me that to me as an artist that would be like if I was an artist I feel like that would be more important to me than like you know seeing thousands and thousands like it's like having someone be like hey like I like I felt that and like I connected that
1: 100% I guess it's. I guess for you, maybe it's also the same when somebody comes up and say, "Hey, I love your podcast. Oh my gosh. Or I love what you create. I mean, or I loved the episode. I loved discovering that song through your podcast."
0: Well, from the, really getting feedback from the artists or hearing from the artists, like because I never did. I never intended. I never thought the show was going to be um, uh, where I interviewed artists. Um, and Noga Erez, her um, management team in Berlin, they literally reached out to me and they like i, I remember getting an yes. and they were like they were like hey Noga heard your uh, podcast she like loved it um she would love to be on the show if you'd like that and I'm, I'm, like, i was at this point she was like you know a big deal for me and i was like oh, i'm sorry. like what you know so to get <laughs> really to get feedback from the artists and now i think i've talked to over like 16 or 17 artists that i featured on the show um, it's just, it's that's like yeah that's really cool
1: yeah of course um, I mean yeah I mean that's probably the biggest compliment yeah and I feel like it always makes sense when you put out stuff that you want to see out there because um, it's you know ultimately I think we're, we're doing stuff to I don't know how to say that but um, yeah I think if it feels right and good to you then it always feels right and good to other people as well actually the the biggest compliment that i got so far, like the the biggest not success but like yeah the biggest compliment that to me it was a compliment um was i got a message from a girl um for a song of mine that is called alien and it's um about feeling very much like an outcast or like you're not just like i'm mm. um, not feeling like you belong and like so nobody really understands you and um That song is still very close to my heart. I think it's like a centerpiece of my whole work, I'd say, honestly. Um, But that girl wrote to me and said she's autistic and she always felt like she cannot connect to her parents and that her parents don't understand her and that the people around her don't understand her and that the song really made her feel understood and uh, honestly, if I talk about it, I'm going to yeah, cry about it. No, it made me I, so, I, it. Uh, I can't even. I. But it, it was the biggest compliment ever. So
0: you're creating out of, you know, a very, you know, personal space for yourself in the hopes that, you know, that's going to connect to somebody else and, and you know, the things they've gone through and, and what they've, you know, felt in their life. So it's, yeah, when it does, when someone vocalizes that to you, it can be, I'm sure it's like rewarding
1: absolutely and it's um. it also gives you know it, I, I see the purpose more clearly because sometimes other things distract me and I'm like oh, I don't have I don't have enum- enough numbers on Spotify I don't blah, blah, blah. but it's like nah, no, no you're just you're on the right track you just keep going and I think that's what ultimate, ultimately is um, nice about music you know Um, and I definitely would always categorize music and feelings rather than like genres or like you know so
0: that's that's amazing. Okay. So speaking of that, that's actually gonna lead me into the final thing I like to do with the people I interview. Um so uh me and my friends actually created a game called Category Is years ago, which is one of the biggest catalysts for this podcast. Um so pretty much how the game works is we all when we all get together, we um someone will present a category and the categories like are all over the place. So pretty much every episode of my podcast is a different category. Um but throughout the years we've like we've gone through so many categories so they've gotten like off the wall crazy but uh and then everybody else goes around and picks a song or, or an artist if it's an artist category uh that they think best represents the category for them personally ah oh, okay so i like to play this with um everybody that i feature on the show because i like to hear especially what other artists um what their responses are if that's okay with you
1: yes yes, yes. i think i got it i think i, I hope i get it yeah got, so, got it yeah, like, so you... um
0: yeah, I'll 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 uh, I'll say the category very clearly, and then uh, you'll either um, think of a song or an artist um, that
1: fits the category. <gasps> oh, amazing! Yeah, I love games. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: This is also my secret way of getting um, new music as well, <laughs> finding other music. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. So the first category that I wanted to do, I always do the, um, the episode that I feature the artist on. So your episode was Full Body Gooseys. So I would love to know. An artist or a song for you that gave you that like physical reaction without you know like just like naturally where you just like got goosebumps
1: red moon she actually is um uh i'd love to say we're friends i don't know if she'd say that too but um <laughs> she's amazing red so moon? just red moon yeah she is um she's i feel like she's not from she's out of this world but she's not from this world so. Really. i mean her
0: name's her name's literally red moon so that would check out <gasps> <So> yeah literally.
1: <laughs> that literally i mean checks out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but uh, her voice her voice is um yeah so full body goosey fits.
0: is she in uh, berlin
1: she's from norway originally so so i think um she, She's traveling a lot, I think, but she, I think she lives in Norway still, but she's in Berlin from time to time. And what
0: style of music? I'd say
1: it's indie pop, but very, it's Nordic pop. It's, um, her voice is, I, don't, I can't.
0: Telling, I, so I actually did an episode just called Swedish Pop Period because, I mean, swe- Sweden has it has had it figured out for so freaking long. I'm obsessed with so many Swedish artists. Um, and Robin is, like, one of my goddesses, like, or, or goddesses. I know, I just got to see her live, finally, af- after the dancing. age of 30. Oh, my God. Um, I got to see her live here in Chicago right before the pandemic, and it was just, it, it was, like, honestly, changed my life. It was, it was I'd been waiting for so long. <laughs> she's,
1: she's like, music, she's music history as well. She's
0: everything, yeah. She is special. Like, I love it. I love it. And I love how long she's been making music, and it just, like, it has only gotten better. Like, she just... She just knows what's up. That's very true, yeah. Okay, and then the other category that I wanted to ask you is... um, And I do this one just because of the years... uh, I would like to say year, but years that we've had now with this pandemic. Uh, So my first episode of the podcast, because I literally started this uh, podcast in January, um, was artists that made 2020 a little less of a dumpster fire for you. So just those... like an artist or artists that you were listening to that just helped you because 2020 was just an insane year for everybody. I think the world. Yeah, it was shit. It just was. (laughs) So I just, you know, for me, there were two artists that I found that I just like, I realized that they kind of like helped me get through the year because I was just listening to them, you know, constantly. Um, So yeah, so I just like to know who that or they were for you.
1: Sasha Sloan, actually.
0: Noga Erez said the same answer.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, Sasha, Sasha Sloan, I'd say, because I don't know what it is, but there's something about her music and also the way that she sings that is obviously she has very um, she has like genius lyrics, but there's something calming about her music. It just um, I don't know. It took out the drama, the drama out of all the shit things that happened for me. It was just like cal- calming me down. So yeah.
0: Do you have a Do you have another one that you can think of?
1: I'm I'm gonna say Fleur, it's actually an artist that I work with. Uh, I produced I produced her her last two EPs or her the, like the last EP and the upcoming EP, and I'd say her because
0: Is that that F L F L E U R.
1: Um, it's actually F L and then an O, but like with a like with a cross through it, so like okay. a Nordic O R E perfect but it's yeah but it's pronounced fleur Fleur, Um, Okay. i'm just gonna say her because i i especially love her song bikes bikes i didn't produce i didn't produce that one that's not me but um and i just loved working with her so it made my 2020 and also my 2021 um it brought me a lot of joy
0: that's amazing um is she her music's on spotify yes
1: perfect she's also um yeah, she's amazing I, I can recommend her I'm a fan um, awesome. I've been before working with her
0: so well Nova um, you are lovely
1: uh, you are too thank you for having me and um, for your podcast in general oh my gosh um,
0: absolutely um, I am so excited to uh, can can uh, we know the name of the song that's coming out tomorrow with you Mowgli or, or?
1: Uh, the name of the song it's called little Light.
0: little lights okay.
1: little, little light L- little light little light
0: lights do, do you know the name of the song
1: <laughs> i should i mean um no it's a little light without an s little light little, got little, light. Light. little okay. light perfect yeah uh, i'm yeah, so excited i'll be
0: looking out for it to, you said it um, comes out tomorrow
1: yeah actually in germany it's gonna be in like um four hours it's gonna okay. be out but i think in the u.s it's gonna take a little bit longer because it's perfect but like well, tomorrow it like episode 8th. won't be out until um,
0: wednesday so I won't leak anything before it comes out, except for like all the all my friends that I tell in Chicago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Easy. I mean, thank you.
0: <laughs> no, no, absolutely, yeah. Of uh, like literally every time I interview an artist, like I have like like ten of my best friends are just like, okay. Who what are we listening to? <laughs>
1: Let's discuss. <laughs> okay, I'm already. Let's us the playlist right now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Perfect.
0: <laughs> no, but thank you so much. I really do appreciate you um, taking the time out of your day. And I'm so sorry again for the delay um, in time. But thank you for sitting down with me. Um, your music is amazing. And I can't wait to hear what you produce and come out with in the future.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me, Ryan. This was really uh, lovely.
0: Guys, please go follow Pop Music for Smart People as well on all of our social platforms and on Spotify and anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Our handle on all of our social platforms is our, just our name, Pop Music for Smart People, except for on Twitter where it's Pop Music 4 and then it's SMA 1. Guys, if you enjoy the show and the content that I create and want to show this podcast some support, you could do so at buymeacoffee.com backslash p-m-f-s-p. That's buymeacoffee.com backslash p-m-f-s-p, where you can buy me a virtual slice of pizza, or if you want to show support on a regular basis, you can sign up for one of our three support membership levels, which each come with extra show perks. Any and all support is very much so appreciated, and if you can't support financially, I would really appreciate it if you could tell some people that you know about the show who may enjoy it. Thank you so much to all my listeners. Your listenership honestly means the world to me. You can also support the show by going to our merch store and getting a piece of fun, colorful Pop Music for Smart People merchandise. You can find that store at our website, popmusicforsmartpeople.com backslash shop. And guys, as always, please tell your friends, family, AI companions, musical collaborators, your other weirdo friends, and the door guy that you know that works at the Kat Club that always lets you in about the show if you like it. Or you know what? Even if you don't, because who knows? Maybe they will. All right. I'll meet y'all here on Friday because what happens in Vegas? Hmm. Bye. E- <laughs> e- <laughs>